what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag Boss Lee, and this is episode 189 of the show. And this is actually a training I did for an exclusive group that's been handpicked on our team. And I talked about how to turn people from just normal followers into actual fans and then super fans. This is actually a training from uh, a book that I read called Super Fans. And actually, what would be super useful for me is if when you are listening to this podcast, I need you to do me a favor. And I know y'all are the hashtag Lehive. So if you are, please do me a fan, a fan, good Lord, do me a favor. I want you to tag at Pat Flynn on Instagram. That is the author of this book. Um, I actually asked him already, which is exciting. I asked him already to train on a team training of ours. And he said yes. And I emailed him. I'm waiting for a response. So I feel like let's peer pressure him at Pat Flynn with two N's, P-A-T-F-L-Y-N-N. And let's make this man get up. Maybe he'll do a, uh, an episode of the podcast. Are you for real? Like, I really think the Lehigh needs to roll out on this one. So I love you guys so much. I appreciate you. This is all about building your brand and converting people into into powerful people that help you expand your business. So this is definitely a must share. I would say this to your whole team, especially people who are maybe struggling with creating influence. And today's reviewer of the show, reviewer, good Lord, Jesse Lee English, reviewer of the show is Rena A. Vibes. And I love this because her review is fellow weirdo, five stars. I was starting to think all entrepreneurs were so calm and serious all the time. You sparked a light in me with your energy and your weirdness. <laughs> It inspired me to not hide my silly, weird side. You are so freaking awesome and full of wisdom that I need to hear. And the way you speak, it gets through to me. Freaking love you. I'm obsessed. I love that so much. Thank you so much for that review. If you haven't already left a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts, please do so. It means a lot to me. And of course, screen share this. Put it in your story. Tag me at I'm Boss Lee. Tag Pat Flynn, P-A-T-F-L-Y-N-N. And let's do this thing. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Hope you love episode 189 of the show. Uh, I think a lot of us on this team are doing a lot of these things, but I will also tell you that there's a lot of little things in this book that I'm like, that's so smart, you know? Um, and I think that this really is perfect for this training because this book just seems to me to be every page, almost like that one degree shift, that one degree shift, that one degree shift, that one degree shift. And I've implemented a couple of things already. Some of you may have noticed, uh, as an example, one of them is, and I'm going to go through a whole bunch of it today, so don't worry, but um, one of them that I really liked was it, was, it was, it talked about showing people where you actually work from. Does that make sense? So like, as an example, of course, I started to think about the lab tours. I started to think about, um, Luca. I don't know if he's on here, but I started to think about Luca when he told me the best decision of his life was flying from Vegas, staying at my house and then going to tour the lab. And he said that being there and seeing how stuff was actually made even for those of us, like, I don't actually, I think on a, like on a science level, I couldn't care less. <laughs> like, I don't care. I know how I feel on them. So I, I don't care. Um, I don't really care about the pipettes. I don't care about any of that stuff. But for some reason, it was the tangibility of seeing how everything is actually made where even just subconsciously, I'm like, huh, okay. 
So this book, again, is called Superfans. And I really would love to have this man train on our team training. So if you want to tag him, and then I'm also going to record a podcast on this. So if you want to tag Pat Flynn, that is, uh, that is who wrote this book. I would love to have him on a team training. And he's homies with Ramit who is obviously my homie. So I really feel like we need some Pat Flynn up on the team training. So if you want to tag him as well in the stories you're making uh, when I train from this book, that would be awesome because I feel like our team can influence a lot of things. Yeah, maybe an Empire U edition. Trent Shelton just DM'd me, not even joking, two and a half minutes ago. So I'm like, come on, man. Let's get your video in. Let's go. All right. So, uh, but at any rate, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I started doing tea times actually very innocently enough from my my third office have any of you seen this so at 9 a.m i've always done these and i almost was starting to feel kind of guilty because i don't feel like i have enough time in my day and so i was like how am i going to do this like how am i going to pack because the one day i had 70 trials i felt like kayla han or amanda hajmahalis okay i had 70 trials And I was like, I either pack trials today or I do tea time. There's not both. And then I thought to myself, okay, why don't I just do it all from that office? And it was insane. It's also been insane how many trials now I'm selling every day. Now it's at least 15 trials a day, which is like, I was doing probably eight to 10. 15 is a lot. Okay. From that office. Um, But 15 is a lot. And then I realized, I know why. They're seeing the process. They're seeing what I'm actually doing. They're seeing that it's me packing them. They're seeing the notes. They're seeing the um, the handwritten note. They're seeing the tissue paper. They're seeing the, uh, the wall of ketones. They're seeing the free gift of signal defense. They're seeing, oh my gosh, she has the flavored Mitoplex. I didn't, I really wanted to order that um, and I forgot to. They're seeing all this stuff. It's like they're behind the scenes a little bit. And so I want to, I, I ask you, how often are you showing people what you're actually doing? And the amount that they're enjoying it is crazy. And I think a lot of it is sort of that bird's eye view. But this, this is the concept of why. So it's not about followers. It's not about subscribers. It's not about customers. It's about super fans. And the whole concept of this as well is that if you can get 100 super fans that will pay $10 a year, I think that's what it is, 10 or $100, 100 people, I don't know, y'all do the math for me, 100 people who spend $100, is that $100,000 a year? I don't know, mathematicians, help a sister out, yeah? Okay, that's a six-figure income. And so what I really like about this book is that he talks a lot about a whole bunch of different things. One of which being too many people are so focused on the number of followers, but not the super fans, not the super fans. And he was saying, and I know you know this, but there are lots of people on Instagram, wherever, TikTok, Facebook, blah, 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 who have millions of followers and their bank accounts look like emergency phone numbers because there's no actual relationship. So this book walks through different uh, tactics, strategies, etc., to basically move people from casual followers to active followers to connected followers and then to super fans. And I know you understand this 
But super fans are how you become huge. Super fans are how the podcast got so big, I have to tell you. Because it wasn't me running ads. It wasn't me doing anything. It was people obsessed with the podcast posting everywhere saying, oh, I sent it to everyone at my work. Oh, I sent it to my whole team. Oh, I sent it to whatever. I want some of you to think about your Facebook lives, right? When they're sharing it because they're obsessed with you, right? And they're sharing it to their whole community. Those super fans are worth way more. I mean, one super fan is worth 100,000 or more followers, quite frankly, is all I'm really trying to say right now, right? And so I want you to really kind of have that concept in your mind as we go through this. Okay. So again, this whole, this whole book. So step one is in, in moving people through, he, he has it as a pyramid, which is funny because you know, <laughs> okay. He has it as a pyramid from like casual and then super fans over the top. Right. But what I love about this is the first, he uses his wife, April as an example a lot. And he talks about how, um, how you as a business owner need to learn the lyrics of your people. Learn the re- lyrics. He's comparing his wife to Backstreet Boys. Which y'all know, I feel some type of way about the Backstreet Boys. So I'm kind of like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so in for this book. I'm so in for this book. And he was saying that the reason the Backstreet Boys got her when she was 13 years old, and think about it, those of you who like the Backstreet Boys, what happens when you're 13, 14, 15 years old and you're a teenage girl? Right? And you go through like, the most devastating breakup of your life. Like, oh my God, it was such a tragedy. You were sure you were going to marry him. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, how many of you know the song, Quit Playing Games With My Heart? Mm. Okay. Okay. The Backstreet Boys spoke the lyrics of that demographic. That's what those people were feeling in that moment. Those lyrics spoke to them. So I want you to think of the people that we talked about last week that are congruent with your brand. And I want you to think of the lyrics of those people. How do those people... I need to close the door. I'm sorry. One sec. How do those people need to be spoken to? And know the lyrics of your customers, okay? Because then you can build a huge following by solving people's problems, okay? So understanding how to communicate to your people I thought was super powerful. And then he gives an exact directive. He says, find conversations that are already happening online. So it's easy to find out the needs and problems of your audience by using the right keywords on social media platforms. And he literally talks about going on to groups And searching for things. I'm sorry, the book melted in the Texas sun. Okay, so he says to use the search bars inside of groups on Facebook or LinkedIn. I don't use LinkedIn, so I don't know about that life. Okay, but inside public groups, he says, obviously don't spam. We already know that. But he said in the search bar, type in the following phrases to help you find the lyrics of your people. As an example, and make sure you use quotation marks to get exact matches. Why is it? I want you to think about this with keto. Why is it I go out of ketosis? Why is it I'm stalled? Why is it I can't find recipes, right? Why is it people are the keto police? Next question you can put in in quotations, when can I? 
So maybe when can I expect to lose 20 pounds? When can I, when, how, when, when can I go into ketosis? How long does it take to go into ketosis? Whatever. Quotation, what are the, so maybe you're searching, what are the benefits of ketosis? What are the things that are easiest to make when, when you're eating the keto diet? And if you're in a business group, you know, maybe something like, um, what are the benefits of joining an at-home business? Uh, I don't know. When can I expect to make my first $1,000? Um, fine, I need a fan now because I closed that door and I lost all air circulation. Good Lord, this is some first world problems up in this house right now. Okay. Um, something like, what is the, what is what is the number one earner in, in your company making? What is uh, the easiest thing about keto? What is the benefit of exogenous ketones, right? Um, how come I, how come I keep getting kicked out of ketosis? How come my blood levels are so low? How come I still crave uh, sweets, right? How come I have cramps in my legs, right? I don't know. Um, the next one he says is need help. Next one is please help. Next one is I need and next one is help with. And I love that. I love that you can then find the lyrics, the lyrics of the people that you're trying to sell to. How powerful is that? Crazy, 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 okay? And then he says, um, obviously, the next thing you can do is um, you can ask people questions to describe their biggest challenges. So maybe you can put in those groups, what is your biggest challenge or even in your Instagram story, I don't know. Like you're trying to find out what your people need. What is your biggest challenge around uh, network marketing? What is your biggest challenge in your business? What is your biggest challenge of staying compliant with keto? What is your biggest challenge? Blah, 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 blah. I love that if you were to ask a question like that, describe your biggest challenge related to your network marketing business. Oh my God, how many lives could you do? with that information? How many posts could you make if your fans are literally spoon feeding you the information you need? Uh, what? Crazy. I know. Okay. And then, uh, the third one is he said, make sure you're having real life conversations. He said, not enough people of course are having real conversations and his big, uh, not a not not really takeaway or to do or whatever else, but his biggest thing was that he says that he reaches out to ten of his new followers every single month. Okay, ten random people, and he asks if they'll actually hop on a on a Zoom call with him just for like ten minutes to chat with them. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? your people if like could you imagine i mean i'll just use myself as an example could you imagine if i messaged a new follower and i was like like a new follower who's super engaged and i was just like hey um i'm looking to just kind of find out what your what, what people who follow me are looking for more in business i was wondering do you have 10 minutes want to jump on a quick zoom <laughs> right they're already your fans right they're going to be like oh my god and the, the point is we're moving people from casual to super fan. If you want to hyper growth speed this, it's going to be a lot more a personal one-on-one -on -one connection. It's going to be a lot more of doing the things like that, that, um, that, uh, that are very personal, right? Because there's so many people out there that are spending money on ads and spending money on followers and spending money on things that are actually, uh, not, uh, quite frankly, moving anybody up in this direction, Okay, you've got a bunch of people who are uh, getting a lot of low level followers. And I, so I think that's why I love this book so much as I was like, this is speaking exactly to, um, to, how, to how we operate. 
Those questions I gave you, by the way, he said he also looks on Google. So all those questions like how come I, how whatever. Um, same thing. Make sure you put quotation marks around it though. Okay. Um, and then and then the next chapter he goes into. Hold on a second. Let me get it. Do, 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 the next. Dun, 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 learn the lyrics. Hold on. I'm sorry. My book fell apart. <laughs> okay. Uh, the net. Wait. This is all out of order. Hold on a second. My book literally, literally fell apart. But it's okay. It's okay. Okay. All right, the next thing that he did is he said to collect stories of positive transformation from your audience. And I thought this was so powerful and I love that it's an actual assignment that I can give you right away. He said to gather at least five stories that show what you teach or provide that can help change people's lives or businesses or both for the better. So we already know how this works, right? We know how to get the before their life was, after, and then, um, and then usually we say, or like we usually say, you know, before ketones, sense ketones, after ketones. I like this little pivot. So maybe write this down. He says, ask people to give you the before, what their life was like before they learned from you or worked with you. The after, so what their life was like after doing so. And I like this. This is really powerful. And find out the what if. What would their life be like if they hadn't followed your advice? I'm like, oh, that's way more powerful, right? Like to me, uh, that makes people go, oh my God, that's happening to me right now. I need to message her. I need to change my life. That's literally me. I'm going more into debt. Oh my God, that's me. I'm getting, I'm gaining more weight. Oh my God, that's me, right? And I love what Kayla just suggested where she said, put that in your customer chat. Just grab some of those stories. And then can you put some of those stories periodically incorporating them into, um, into whether it's a podcast, whether it's a Instagram story, whether it's an Instagram post, whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's even live videos where you stop, you're like, oh my gosh, hold on a second. I really want to tell a story really quickly right? How many times have you done that? Have you utilized somebody on our team's story, but we never collected that what if. And I thought to myself, that's really going to move people quickly from just like a casual customer into somebody who feels like they really know people. It just kind of made very obvious sense to me. And I thought I've got, I have to share that. That is so, 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 so strong. Okay. Uh, super fan moving people further. Don't ever leave anyone hanging. And he call he said, he calls it return every handshake, but really I want you to think of it almost as a digital handshake as well. And I know I kind of mentioned this on training last night, but I, I didn't mention it in this way. Uh, I love that. I love that if you extend to people, uh, you know, the, the, the proverbial handshake, right? That they feel reconnected with you. And since we are online, uh, just don't leave anyone hanging. Follow up with everybody, right? Uh, especially when it's their first interaction with your brand. Write that down, especially when it's their first interaction. That first extended handshake from a person who's coming across you for the first time can be nothing short of a do or die moment for you in terms of whether you're going to form a vibrant super fan relationship with them or if they're going to walk away with a bitter taste in their mouth and the urge to say unflattering things about you whenever they get the opportunity. And I want you to think about this, okay? How many of us have comments that are not responded to or likes that are not responded to? or stories that are not responded to. I want you to think of that as if you went to a party and you extended your hand out and somebody went, mm. like it becomes a little more real when you say it like that. And I want you to think about the people 
who I know fell in love with me and my brand because I commented back every time because they didn't expect to. You know, I do those reach outs every single day where I'm commenting on people's things and, you know, from, from hashtags I follow and the amount of people who go, I know this is a robot. I know this is a robot, but that's kind of cool that it's coming from Jesse Lee. And then I comment back a second time and I go, ain't no robot, boo boo. And they go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like they freak out. These people oftentimes aren't even following me yet because they think that I'm just like every other networker, right? Don't be like every other networker. Return every handshake. So, and, and you know, obviously some of, we've, we've had conversations about VAs and stuff and higher level conversations, but I'm just telling you, please, however you get it done, return every handshake. And something he suggested that I actually liked was he hired an assistant, her name was Jess, to manage his inbox on email because he realized that he was not responding to literally hundreds and hundreds of emails. He just didn't have time, right? And so I... Would love for you to find something, an assistant or whatever. But he said he made it known. He made it known that it was this girl, Jess. I respond to like real emails. I just don't respond to like, you know, all the stupid emails I get. Okay? Okay. So, I love this though. Um, Check this out. This was really cool. I underlined it. Although I can't get to every blog comment the same way today, I still use a version of this strategy. Often when a person thanks me for something on social media, I'll send them a direct message via video, thanking them for following my blog or listening to my podcast. Can you imagine if you flip the camera on Instagram and just say, Caroline, thank you so much. Really appreciate you reviewing my podcast. Oh my God, Amanda, thank you so much for watching or listening to every episode of my podcast. I just want to say, hey, I appreciate you. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I mean, you want some super fans. Here we go. Yes, calling people out during lives. Obviously, I know when you're on the Zoom, if I say Chelsea, Tina Joe, Annalie, Nicole, Sarisa, Jen, Elizabeth, Jenny Lynn. Like if I know, I know, I know, I know. If I say your names, you're all excited. Think about it when you're moving people into super fan though. Right? How much that personal touch will go such a long way. And so... His exercises on this are just make sure you go through your communication channels. And I will say, I don't even think it's too late. Like for those of you who are sitting here and you're feeling a little guilty and you're thinking, I really honestly have not responded to, I don't even know how many, like, I don't even, I, I, I don't even know how many things I have not responded to. I think go back. I don't think it's too late. Um, and then he said to come up with a system, of course. So whatever that is for you, if it's times during your day, you decide to do it or whatever, I think you you can do that. Okay. He said, everybody wants to belong. I think we all uh, probably know that at a very uh, real level. I think that's why our team engages the way our team engages. Everybody's looking for a place to belong, especially your super fans, right? And make sure you're showing people who you are. I know we talked about this last week, but how many of you, is it really cool? Like how many of you are just obsessed with when somebody thinks about you and sends you a photo? Like of something? Yeah. Like for me, I love when, when I, I know I talked about it last week with Brittany and the 69s and whatever, but like rainbows with Melly, right? Like I love this. It's the best. It's the best. Okay. If you're not showing people who you are, then they don't know what you like. 
So I want you to think about how vulnerable are you being? How real are you being more importantly? And are you showing people those things? Huh? Like, are you showing people who you are? Not just the keto people. I had a coaching call earlier this morning with, with a couple and they were talking to me and they're like, I think we just post too much about keto. I'm like, right. Will you show them your relationship a little bit more? Like, will you show them your kids? Will you show them your real life? Will you, will you show them the things that, that you get all excited about so that they have something to associate, have brand recognition with you about? That's important. Because when people start to know who you are, then when they're out in the wild, I don't know why I call it the wild, when they're out in the wild, out of escaping quarantine, okay, when they're out roaming the streets, these wild people, they'll start thinking of you and it's almost like a form of follow-up. Make sense? Cool. All right, so people want to feel like they belong, so let them belong for sure. Um, and even in that, listen to this. I really like this. Let me find the, the paragraph. But, 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 Okay, so they were saying when you have people, and I've given this, this is a big leadership tip actually. He, he was talking about how his friends invited him to play basketball when he was young, but they never gave him the ball because he was short. Right? I want you to think about that actually from a leadership perspective. If you want to create a team of super fans, pass them the ball. Right? Even if it's not going to be the same training as you could do, even if it's not going to be as good and as polished and whatever, pass them the ball. Because they're not going to want to go and travel with you if they don't feel like they have a place. Right? I was like, oh. Like his friends asked him, oh, do you want to come to... A basketball tournament, he's like, no, I don't feel like I'm part of this. And they're like, we always ask you to play. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, you ask me to play and then you don't let me play. Right? So not only invite them into your circle, but then also allowing them to thrive, I think is so powerful. I'm just obsessed. Okay. All right. So next thing, as he says, make sure you break the ice. Okay. Make sure you break the ice. And so what he says is, When it comes to your business and your brand, make sure you're having conversations with people you've never met before. You know, how many of you have been to a 10X or you've been to a GoPro or you've been to whatever, some kind of event, Empire U, you've been to an Empire U and you're like looking around and you're like, I'm alone. I've never been to anything like this before. I don't know anybody. Like the first time, right? And you're thinking, oh gosh, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I want you to start actually being a real person. Okay, so he was saying most people are just like, hi, what's your name? Boring. He said to break the ice faster if you want to create super fans. So he doesn't remember all these people that he invited. Hi, I'm hi, I'm Pat. Hey, I'm Pat. Hey, I'm Pat. Hey, I'm Pat. And then nobody really said anything until this one guy said, hey, I'm Harris. I left my wife at home with my kids to be here. How about you? And he was like, huh? Oh, hey, me too. Me too. My kids are at home too. And then the, the ice was broken. So what are things, I don't know what it would be for you, right? But can we stop having just the, the, the conversations that everyone has? Like, hey, what's going on, Katie? Where you from? Where you from? Oh, how's the weather in Wisconsin? Cool. Oh, all right. Right, like, the fact of the matter is a lot of us have a lot more in common than we actually realize, but breaking the ice allows people to to just expand your network more, right? It makes people more comfortable, quite frankly, okay? Like a lot, a lot more comfortable. Okay, so 
So this is when he starts to talk about Ramit, which I just got so excited about. I was like, oh my God, Ramit is in my book. Are you serious? Oh, no, 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 no. I want to give you a different one that I like better before I go to that. Okay. In your brand, this is like one of my favorites. Some of my favorite tips. In your brand, let your people decide. So I was actually going to say something yesterday uh, to Sydney because she was making um, a graphic of, um, for like trial inserts. And I was going to say to her, hey, put a couple different versions on your Facebook wall or Instagram and let people vote. That's because I got it from this book. <laughs> okay? Like this guy literally picked the font for like he looked at this, this post, and he was like, I don't understand. Like why is she doing this? Like this, what a waste of a social media post. And she just posted, write one, two, three, four. What font do you like best for my brand? And it was her most engaged post ever. Ever. And it made me think about when I was doing bikini competitions and I said, what color bikini should I wear? And this is before I was like Boss Lee, Jesse Lee, whatever. There were over a thousand comments. And I was like, holy crap. Because people are, people when they start to move into like, it's when they start to move into the active and connected fans, that's when they start to get really involved in your life. And the amount of people who picked lime green and then picked royal blue the second time I did it, they were like, yes, that is the color I picked. Like they got so involved. I did it with this font. Do you guys remember? I posted all the different fonts and I said, what should the boss Lee font be? They start to become part of your brand. And so, um, like I said, Sydney was making her, um, her trial insert and it, like, it's not a big deal. So I don't want you to feel bad. I just thought about it yesterday. Like what if she made it with teal pink? What, it made me think of it because she was asking Courtney where the, um, like where the, in, where one of the lines of something should be. And she could have involved her super fans. Cause obviously we know Sydney has super fans, right? So next time you have a question like that and you're trying to say like, um, what should my logo look like? What should my font be? What should my brand color be? What should my slogan be? What should my hashtag be? Like, don't ask me. Don't ask me, Jesse Lee, what should my, sorry, that, that throat thing got stuck on my tooth. <laughs> like, don't ask me, Jesse Lee, what should my hashtag be? What should my, my font be? Like, no, no, ask your super fans. Okay. Let them pick it for you. Are you going to make a podcast? Pod, podcast? What's a podcast? I don't know what that is. Casket? Podcast? A podcast? If you're going to make a podcast, ask them to pick the name. I didn't pick the people's mentor. You remember that? That was comments, right? So anytime you're doing that, it's also just a really easy post. It's an easy post. People want to be engaged with you. So give them something uh, to post about. I love that. I thought, oh my God, that is so, so, so smart. So smart. So smart. Okay. So yeah, this or that images. Pick your nails. Pick your hair. Pick whatever. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Next thing. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. Nope. I'm not going to do that one. Nope. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. The next one that I really liked is make sure uh, that there are some wins that you can tell people about. Okay. So I don't know necessarily what it's going to be for you, right? Maybe, um, maybe you tell people, uh, let's who wants to do a hundred go for no challenge with me, right? Just your people, not even your team asking the people who follow you. Cause they probably have some kind of business, right? 
if they're following you, the likelihood of them having some kind of network marketing business is, or some kind of at-home business is probably pretty good. What if you were like, hey, anyone want to do a challenge with me? Anyone want some quick wins? Anyone want to dial for dollars with me today? I'm going to do it at noon. I don't know. I'm making crap up. Okay? And the reason he said to do this is because if you, write this down, if you can create results in people, you will hook them. So if you look at our water challenge that I forgot to announce again last night, my God, what is wrong with my brain? I needed a sign on the door. Okay, I'll figure it out. These challenges we do, these better booty challenges, these whatever, we do them because it creates compliance in our product and in our business. And when you create compliance in the product and the business, you get what? You get better results, right? Wouldn't you agree if you drink two ketones a day, you get better results than if you drink one? Mm, why? Maybe because the back of the freaking sachet says that the compliant way to drink ketones is by drinking two a day. Ho, 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 imagine that. Right? Like, come on now, man. So I love this. He talked about how he hated Ramit Sadie, which, Lord have mercy, I almost, I almost, I almost dumped the pool in the, the book in the pool. I was like, terrorism, terrorism. How can you not love Ramit Sadie? Ramit, I almost called Ramit. But then, you know, I kept reading. So Ramit, for those who don't know, is my finance dude and my homie, my real life homie. So Ramit, his book is called I Will Teach You To Be Rich. And Pat Flynn talks about how he is like a very kind, gentle Filipino man, half Filipino man. And you don't talk like that. You don't say, I will teach you to be rich, right? Um, which is interesting because I don't think you do it in Indian culture either. But here's Ramit anyway. And so he was so uninterested. And then he read one blog post of Ramit's. He's like, screw it. I'll read the blog post. So he read one, one thing. And Ramit's thing said, I will teach you how to save thousands of dollars in 10 minutes with a straightforward phone call. And any of you who listen to me anyway and already follow Ramit know exactly what Ramit says. And those of you who don't listen to Jesse Lee, you don't know what I'm about to say. So take notes, okay? All right. So Ramit's challenge that takes literally 10 minutes he has an actual script in his book where he has you call your bill companies, call Verizon or whoever your phone company is, call your cable company, call your electric company, call your, your, um, water company, call your trash company, call whatever, read his script. He literally has a script in the book to negotiate a lower monthly payment. Like it's literally basic. I mean, just read the script. Okay. Y'all know me and my scripts. No, I don't sell courses, but if I did, Okay, I don't sell courses. If I put a course out, the amount of super fans who would maybe never even touch the course. And I mean, I could put out courses for $5,000 and people would buy them. I mean, obviously, right? That's what he's talking about. That's the difference between I'm a casual follower. I follow some stuff. Oh, okay. Boom, super fan. Right? I mean, I've bought Ramit's courses. I have not completed any of them. <laughs> I guess I'm the same way. I'm a freaking super fan. What's wrong with me? Okay. Good Lord. But that's actually how I realized I really can't learn on the internet. Because I'm like, God, it's Ramit. And I love Ramit. Why can't I get my life together and learn this damn stuff? God. But anyway, I became a superman because of it. So maybe you can come up with 
um, a go for no challenge for all your followers. Maybe you can come up with a live challenge for all your followers. You might recruit more people too because they'll be like, hold on a second, what is Nicole doing? She runs stuff like this for who? What is Naisha over there doing? Are you serious? She has a she has a what? She has a water challenge. Get over here, Angela. I want to hold on a minute. You're doing a what? You're giving out who? You're giving out what? Stop it, cat. I want what are you doing? I want to be on that team. Right? Super fans. It's a big difference. It's a big, big, big difference. And people feel like they are involved. So if you can start getting um, a bunch of small, quick wins for people, you are definitely on the right, the right, the, the right path. Okay. All right. So the next thing that I really loved that I think is super important is you have to make sure you let your people decide as well. I love this. And again, I think you're probably noticing a lot of this is relationship stuff. Like how many of you do some kind of gift thing, maybe in your trials or have tried it before? Like you've done the little baggies, you've done socks, you've done up cups, you've done, um, I don't know what else y'all giving away these days. Lord have mercy, pens and I don't know. Okay. What if you asked people? which they would prefer. Like what if you made one of those poll things and you said, I'm going to do giveaways. Would you prefer pop sockets in your trial as a free gift? Or would you prefer bags you can carry your ketones in? Let me know. It's a way to have a two-sided conversation instead of a one-sided conversation. And what most people are doing in their businesses is it's all one-sided conversation. It's, oh, I think my customer would like this. It's, oh, I think whatever. I don't know. A great way to find out is to ask them, right? So maybe you, uh, maybe you think that they want face masks, but they want bath bombs. Let them tell you, Right? When you do that, you let people know you're more human and people feel heard, right? People feel very heard. It's interesting because all, you know, even with like the up cup, somebody didn't even know I saw this. She's a customer of mine that buys everything all the time. Huge super fan. I say nothing and she buys ketones. I say nothing and she's buying, 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 buying. $500 trial the other day. I'm like, again? Oh my God, like, Lord, oh, don't worry, I still have my smart chip. I know, I see that. What is going on? Okay, all right, so it's interesting because she was, happened to be on a tea time and she happened to say, oh my God, that teal blender is so beautiful. Oh my gosh, where did you get that, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I, she placed another trial order earlier that day. I opened up her bag because I saw her comment and feedback and I put the, bl- the blender in there. And then instantly it opened up the conversation of, this is why you're so successful. This is why whatever. Send me information on joining the team. This is too much how much you pay attention to us. Right? Same thing for your teams. Right? What, like, yes, what incentives do they want? It shocked you that everyone wanted swag. Thank God I asked that many. I mean, I, it shocked me the first time people said, no, I just want a shirt. I want a hat. I want a blender bottle. I'm like, you want a blender? The amount of people who will like punch people for these Empire blender bottles. I mean, it's actually really scary. Like they really want, really want blender bottles. It's amazing. Okay. But it's the same concept as Naisha just said. There's a reason I do the Amazon wish lists. 
because I'm sending you what you actually want. It doesn't matter what I want. It doesn't matter if I think the t-shirt you're asking me to buy you is hideous. It doesn't matter if I think the blanket is stupid. It's summertime. It doesn't matter if I think that Jenny Elizabeth wants way too much. This kit. She wanted like nine boxes of this freaking the tape for your shoulders. I'm like, what are you doing? This is very excessive. What is wrong with your body? Are you taping it all together? Like, are you using it to lift up the belly? Like, what is? what are you doing with all that kinesiology tape? This is very strange. But whatever, it's what she wants, and she got really excited about it. So I guess Melissa wanted um, what are those little succulents? I mailed her succulents. I would have never bought her succulents. Okay, I'm like, what did I mail you? She's like house plants. I'm like, oh, house plants. Okay, great. Okay, you're happy, and I'm happy for you. Okay, all right. But it allows people to feel like they are part of it. And if we're going to move people from just a casual follower into an active follower, into a connected follower, into a super fan. We have to do more of that. We have to show people, oh, they were holders, more of that, okay? All right, so um, the next thing I want you to think about, and this is really where it goes next level, and I think I'm going to do this. Now, this is just a thought, okay? I know we're running out of time. My God, why does this hour go so fast? Um, but my thought around this is actually to do a webinar probably where I just, because you, because we can only do a thousand people in a zoom room, right? Where I literally have everyone, uh, with access, if you will, to a, as he calls it a gig. Okay. So his whole thing is get in front of people. His whole thing was, um, that with his wife, April, what took the Backstreet Boys to the next level for her was there was a gig, there was a concert and she for months was anticipating this Backstreet Boys concert. She was talking to her friends about what songs do you think they're going to play? So I'm thinking in my head, what is Jesse Lee going to train on? Right? Like they were, she was constantly thinking, what am I going to wear? Right? Same thing. What should I wear to this zoom? Should I do makeup for this zoom? Should I do your customers are thinking about this? Right? And then of course she went, it was game changing. You know, uh, she felt like it went next level with Backstreet Boys. She still goes to Backstreet Boys concerts. I can't relate to that. I mean, what adult would go to a Backstreet Boys and stand in the front row and nearly knock somebody out with your elbow because they get in front of you? Like, who would do that? Who would drive three hours to Houston? That is so, so extra. Like, I would certainly never, never imagine driving. To, oh, whoa, golly, really? In a hat? Who would buy the hat? Like, the BSB? hat really like come on like that is so trashy I wouldn't I mean Backstreet Boys like uh Backstreet's back all right okay so anyway uh but anyway that was me that was me for those of you who are new to the Jesse Lee show so anyway um it's <laughs> I love them so much oh my god okay so I just have to tell you I thought that this was a great idea staging a gig of some kind right? Give, give somebody that first, that moment, because how many of you never, how many of you remember your first ever team zoom? You might not remember what I talked about, but how many of you remember the first time you got on and you're like, what do I do? Do I turn my camera on? Are she looking at me? Oh my God. She said my name. She said my name. She said my name. Shut up. Oh my God. She said Joanne. Oh my God. She said Brittany. Ah, la, 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 la. Ah, she said Denise. She said Megan. She said Cherry. Oh my God. Oh my God. She said Monica. She said Monica. Oh my God. Okay. Like, 
You literally have this moment where you feel like someone's speaking right to you, okay? <laughs> okay, but even still, Leslie goes, nope, I remember my first Zoop 100%. You blocked someone from SBR. I was scared, poopless. Yeah, well, you know, do you steal people from simple proven results or did you learn? In either way, you remember, okay? So I'm gonna just say it was still great. So I'm saying that because you start to recall things from that first moment. And so in my mind with that, I thought to myself, Maybe that's something we can promote to our fans, our followers, our customers, our subscribers, whatever you want to call them, our followers on social, like pick a date. We can't do an event in person, obviously right now, but pick a date and do it online, do an online event, do an online gig, get people connected with you because it's crazy. I stole the idea initially from Brittany Anderson. I can't lie about it, but she posted something about training her teams. And I thought to myself, or tra- she posted something about like, let me train your team. And I said, can I steal that? And she said, yeah, sure, of course. And I have now trained probably 10,000 network marketers since four or five months ago when I took that idea from Brittany. And I will tell you, most of those people get on that and they have no idea who I am. No idea. They're just showing up to the gig. They're just showing up to the concert. They're just showing up, Brittany, they're just showing up to the show. And then they go, what is this? Oh my God. Oh my God. And then they go, boom, follow on Instagram. Boom, follow on Facebook. Boom, subscribe to everything. Boom, 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 boom. And they're converting themselves into super fans. But it all started with that one gig. It started with that one time of showing up. And so I want you to think about that. Like I want you to come up with something. I want you to call out people's names. I want you to amplify the effect as much as you possibly can. Put a name on it if you're going to do something like this. Like she said, Brittany said something about a mastermind, whatever it is. You won't ever forget it, right? And so I love that idea of moving people into that next level of fandom if you will I think it's super powerful and then the next thing he said and the last thing he said because I know we're at the top of the hour is he just talked about transparency and this is actually something I think that we need to do better and it starts from me it's my problem it's not you we don't show enough people how much winning is going on like we show it really really well and we prove it in the empire obviously but I don't think people have any clue the winning that's going on on this team right and and that is important for super fans because then they're because then they have something to talk about it's not to recruit people it's so that people have something to talk about because your super fans will go out there when I posted when all those people that hit rank seven and rank eight when I posted those things do you know how many messages I got from people that were like on tea times they're flipping on tea time over there saying did you see how many rank sevens oh my god did you see blah, 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 blah. oh my god oh my god like they're they're literally your happy PR firm we talk a lot about haters but your super fans are like your happy PR firm and so let's make sure we're moving as many people as possible as fast as possible into that super fan phase so